Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name's Warren Shute and we're in the build-up for Christmas. And this is about getting Christmas spending right for you. This episode of The Money Planner is brought to you by IDELO, the price comparison site, helping you shop smarter. Okay, Christmas, let's face it, it's an expensive time of the year. Living is expensive anyway. Christmas just piles on the pounds, both in our bank balance, or piles them out of the bank balance, and around our waistline. So why don't we try and get it right this year for the first time ever? How's that sound for a plan? So here are my top 20 tips for you to plan your Christmas spending. So number one, it's a bit late for this, I appreciate it, but it's buying gifts throughout the year. I'm a planner, okay, I always have to plan, I don't know what it is, it's the, I think we become like our work, I spend probably 10 hours a day in the office, uh, Monday to Wednesday at least, doing planning for clients, looking what their problems are, looking at the future and planning solutions. And one of the problems with Christmas is it's a big expense over a short period of time. So how do we solve that? One of the ways we can do it is part allocating money throughout the year. So we can open an account and start putting an amount of money in the account every month, for example, when we get paid. So it's too late to have done that for this Christmas. I appreciate that. But one of the things we can do is we can look at what we spend this year. And don't forget the little extra incidental. So how much extra was your food shop, your grocery shopping, because you bought the extra wine or you bought the extra food, the turkey, because other people are coming around. And then think about things like going out, Christmas parties, that kind of thing. How much extra did you spend there? And then look at your gifting, your Christmas list. And one of the things I'm going to try and encourage you to do is, is to draw up a list. Add that up for this year. You can do that for this year. And then see, actually, how much are you spending over Christmas? And then we can divide that figure by 12 and then maybe start allocating some of these payments into an account for Christmas 2020. OK, so that's an option. Or the other thing is, rather than buying everything all at November, December time, maybe waiting for um, Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Why don't we just start buying gifts throughout the year? Start slowly introducing them and start putting them away, maybe in the loft, out of the reach for the ch- out of reach for the children, so they can't see them, and maybe the husband or wife. Um, and then you start spreading that payment. So the, the the outcome of this is to spread the payments over a longer period of time, and it is less detrimental. I was going to say, and I probably mean it. Yeah, less detrimental on our cash flow. So that's number one: buy gifts throughout the year or spread the payments. Okay, number two, have a gifting rule. So what do you have a gifting rule? So in other words, why don't you agree with people the amount of money you might spend or what we're going to spend or perhaps, hey, let's not buy for the adults, let's buy for the kids, that kind of thing. And it's not a bar humbug. I'm not trying to be negative on Christmas. I'm just trying to get you to enjoy the process, the experience of Christmas and not go bust during the experience. So one of the things that we could do for children, for example, is think, Something that they would like, something they want. Buy them something that they need. Perhaps something that they'll wear. And then maybe something they'll read. And you've got a, a range of gifts there. And that sounds a bit clinical, a bit basic. And you might think, oh my God, Warren, your children must be so sad and everything else. It's not that. What you're trying to do is spread the gifts around without going overboard. Have some kind of structure to it. Um, but speak to your parents, speak to your friends, speak to your 
even your children, if they're grown up children, and just have a discussion with it because trust me, we're all in the same boat. We're all thinking the same things. Goodness me, where am I going to find the extra money to buy all these gifts, entertain everyone, do all the extra things that I want to do uh, without tapping into those credit cards? So number two, have a gifting rule. Number three, buy useful stocking fillers. Now, this is a real gem, really, if you think about it. So we buy stockings, fill them up, and it's it's lovely. I do like the stocking, hanging it up, coming down in the morning, you see a stocking, I still get a stocking. Um, but why don't we fill it with useful things that they're perhaps are going to need throughout the year? So Bella. Bella loves drawing. She's really good at art. She loves art. She's 12 years old, and she's always drawing different things, and I'm really impressed with what she comes up with, actually. Um, so why don't we stick some pencils and colorings in there? Things there, things that she's probably going to ask us for in a few months' time anyway, but actually put them in a wrap up so it's nice and special. It's something she's going to use. Ollie, he's a 14-year-old boy. He wants to smell good, so he's, he's always got the body spray, that kind of thing. So why don't we put some body spray in there? So what we're doing is we're actually thinking ahead, thinking, well, actually, we're going to have to be buying him that stuff anyway. Why don't I buy it now, wrap it up, put it in the stocking, and it's available for him for later in the year. Okay, so buy useful stocking fillers. Number four, gift what they need. What I'm trying to say here is, I'm not trying to be boring, gift what they want as well. That would be another thing. Gift what they want, gift what they need, but don't buy a gift for buying a gift's sake. There's nothing worse than buying a 10, 20 pound piece of tack that they're going to get, they're going to open up, they're going to smile and say, oh, that's lovely, thank you very much, then put it to one side, and it might go into the bottom drawer, it might actually come out next year wrapped up and gifted to somebody else, it might go on um, eBay or Facebook Marketplace or wherever it might go and get sold. Now, put a bit of thought into it, okay? Even if you just go around and enjoy a bottle of wine with someone, or even if you go around and enjoy a cup of tea with someone, whatever it might be, but just put a little bit of thought in it and make sure you buy something or gift something, should I say, that's probably better, Give something that's appropriate so it doesn't have to be just buying for buying's sake. There's no point in buying those £20, £10 cheap bits of tack that no one really wants. You don't want to buy it, you don't want to gift it, and they don't want to receive it. So number four, give something that they want or, let's say, something they need. Number five, seasonal work. Now, this is actually an income earner. Seasonal work is a busy time of year. The restaurants are busy, the bars are busy, delivery drivers are busy, supermarkets are busy. Why don't you consider doing a bit of extra work? Going into these places, doing a, bit, a few extra hours. By doing so, sometimes you get discounts or benefits by working in these places. So looking at seasonal work, earning a little bit of extra money is tip number five. Tip number six, pre-loved Christmas. Now what I mean by that is, why don't you make a pact to say, okay, this year, rather than buying brand new shiny things for everyone, perhaps everyone buys a pre-loved, a pre-owned gift. So you're looking at charity shops, looking at eBay or Facebook Marketplace and buying a pre-owned item. Hey, we've got to protect this planet. We're all into recycling and um, sustainability. This is a way of actually contributing to that rather than buying new stuff all the time. So just an idea. Rather than just going out, buying everything brand new this year, why don't you consider at least one gift being pre-owned or pre-loved? Number seven, item number seven, why don't you go the homemade route? Now, for some of you, this is going to be possibly a step too far. Maybe the pre-love was a little bit out there for you, but just consider the homemade route. So we've got a family friend, and he's fantastic at making wine. And whenever he comes around, he'll bring homemade wine. 
And do you know what? If he came round to our house at Christmas, which I often he does, I would much rather feel or see or open a bottle of his homemade wine in some wrapping paper than anything he could possibly buy in the shops. So that's something that we could open and drink together, have a chat and enjoy it, as opposed to something that might be a £20 unwanted gift kind of thing. Um, so have a think. You might be great in the cook in the kitchen. So maybe bake a cake or something or make some jams or uh, maybe knit a cardigan or something. Whatever your thing is, um, have a think about it. Can you go the homemade route this year? Number eight is a money idea again. Okay, so I'm, I'm really big into making small changes so that they last. And what I mean by that is sometimes making a big change is so dramatic. If you've never saved anything in your life, me trying to say to you, right, let's save 15% of your income, 10% of your income, whatever it might be, you might fall off your chair and think, well, that's just ridiculous. That's not for me. It's not possible. So why don't you have a savings jar? And let's call it a Christmas jar. And what I mean by that is having a jar... It, when I was growing up, it was a bottle. It could be a, just a jar, a, whatever it might be. We have one in the kitchen. It's, it's a box. And just put your loose change in there. So if you're going out and you've got some loose change in your pocket, you think, actually, I'm not going to need that. I don't need the parking. I'm not getting the bus or anything. Um, I'm going to use my contactless. I can just put that in there. Put all your loose change in there. What you'll find is over time, this money will build up. But here's the deal. It's not just for mum and dad. It's for the family. Okay, so if everyone's contributing towards Christmas, it's a team event, it's a team effort, it's probably a good idea that you all get involved. So do that. Have a Christmas jar in the kitchen or in the hall, wherever you might be, wherever it's convenient, and then just drop your loose change in there. Okay, number nine is a PTO. You think, what's PTO? Please turn over. Paid time off. And what I mean by that is you can take time off from your work. So if, if money's tight, why don't you take some kind of holiday time, pay time off during the Christmas period, but then actually double whammy it and actually take an employee position, a job somewhere, so you're earning money. So you're getting paid double whammy. So you're getting paid time off, so you get some holiday time. Now I appreciate you don't want to take all your time off to then go and work. That's not the idea of holiday. But you could just take maybe a few days off, add some extra money, and then also go and do some extra restaurant, bar work, delivery work, supermarket work, wherever it might be. Hey, Christmas is a very expensive time for some people. It's excruciating and it causes lots of stress. This is an option that will help alleviate some of that pressure. So take some off. You can enjoy Christmas, especially if you're working in a department store or something or in a supermarket. There's going to be Christmas tunes everywhere. Number 10, watch the sales. And what I mean by that is just... Don't get sucked in on the Black Friday, Cyber Monday and everything else. Just be careful with the prices. Just because it says it's marked down 25%, 50%, whatever, it doesn't mean it's a good deal. It's only a good deal if it's something that you want and you're going to be willing to pay a fair price for it. Um, I was on the train the other day and I saw this lady with some really nice cushions. They were very, very nice. And she sort of said to me, oh, yeah, I had to buy them. They were marked down 70% or something. She goes, they weren't cheap. And I just thought, well, wonder how expensive they were in the first place. And did you really need them? Or were they just there because they were discounted? You felt obliged to buy them or um, not forced, but sort of uh, impulsed to buy them. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a great app out there called Idealo. Um, you go to their website, idealo.co.uk, and um, it will surf the, surf the net for you. So you can type in the thing that you want, and we use it all the time. I even get my own kids to do the same thing. They're, they're looking for things they want to buy. They type in what they want, and it will go through the net, and it will just find different sites that are selling that particular item 
and the different prices and you look at the price range it is astounding check it out idealo.co.uk or download the app from the app store um, number 11 now this is a big one for me i'm much more into memories experiences as opposed to toys or things um in psychology you've got people people and you've got uh, material people and it's not right or wrong it, it you know just because you like things you like nice things doesn't mean you're a bad person whatsoever um but i'm a people person i like people i like experiences and um i think we can tend to remember those more because we remember our emotions um you know if you've ever really been hurt if you've ever lost anyone um it, you remember uh, extremes of emotions, extreme sadness, extreme joy. You, you, your wedding day is normally quite clear for everyone. Your birth of your first or you, all of your children. Um, it, it's an emotional time that you can remember. And the reason why I say about focus on memories and not things is because you can do the same thing for Christmas. You can make this Christmas an emotionally intent, a happily emotionally intense Christmas by sharing ideas and being together. You know, just buying your children more and more and more gifts isn't going to make them better people or happier. But do you know what? When was the last time you all sat around the table, got a board game out and played a game together? Now, that might be a common thing for you and your family. Um, in our family, it's normally holiday periods, okay? Occasional weekend, but mostly on a holiday period. Um, and we have so much fun doing it. We really do. Um, my wife normally has to drag me to the table because I'm normally doing something. Um, but when I'm there, I love it. Um, a game of cards, you know, something like that. And I think these are some, some of the things that are being missed a little bit as we grow um, into more of a tech environment. But don't miss out on the experience of building memories. So going for that walk together as a family, talking, talking to the children about what's going on in their life in talking to them in their terms and also um, sitting around the table and in playing some games and having some laughs and telling some jokes and telling some funny stories and my kids love hearing funny stories about when we were younger so perhaps it's more of a case of you know finding out what telling them what you were like when you were younger if you want to share that information obviously um, and finding out what they want to be like when they're older um, so swapping things around so that's number 11 10 11 focus on making memories Okay, number 12, 10, 12, um, shop around for cheap decorations. Um, and the reason I say that is because decorations can really add up some of the lovely ones. The great department stores sell some amazing decorations. Unless you look after them, they're just going to get spoiled for next year. So if you're the kind of person who will look after something and you package it back up again, put it away in the box and it comes out next year and you're going to enjoy it next year, then that's a different matter. But if things just get broken or um, uh, lost or over the time and it's just gonna be a waste of money so focus on finding cheaper decorations and decorate the house consider becoming a house or a pet sitter now you may not have thought about this but this is a great option particularly if you're going to be alone this christmas so there are millions i would imagine but let's say hundreds of thousands of people who may be alone this christmas but being a house or a pet sitter using sites like house sitters uk or trusted house sitter allows you to not only get out of your own home to a new experience of widening a horizon, but you actually get to earn some money at the same time. So check out, if you've never thought about it, check it out. Become a house or a pet sitter this Christmas. Um, number 14, probably one of my favourites, okay? So number 14 is consider gifting a gift for each month of next year. 
Now, I really like this idea. I think it's fantastic. So rather than actually spending a lot of money on one item or a number of items, why don't you consider having an experience over the next 12 months and sharing that? And you could wrap each of the experience up in a little box, for example, and then put those boxes into a big box there's somewhere for them all to go uh, when it's all been experienced. But um, let's sort of have a little think of things you could do. So maybe a calendar for in January and then put everyone's birthdays, anniversaries and things that are going to happen next year in the calendar. Um, so you can put that up in the kitchen or wherever it might be. So you've got that. Um, Valentine's Day, you maybe you know box of chocolates or something, um, or a, a voucher to go out for a dinner, so you can go and enjoy that, or, or just a promise even that you know you're going to make a dinner or cook a dinner. Um, birthdays for the children when they are, so maybe you can put some photographs on the children or small and package things up. Kind of get creative and just think outside of the box. And this doesn't necessarily have to be an expensive thing, but it could be a great experience that will be enjoyed for the next twelve months. Um, Number 15 is why shopping. And it kind of comes back to the other ones, you know, be careful about the sales really, but why shopping is basically look around on the internet, make sure you're not overspending on the things that you want. Use the site like Idealo, and there's other sites that you could probably consider looking at. Um, and make sure that you're, you're shopping with intention. Now, step one of this really is to make a list. You know, you really do need to write down the names of everyone you want to be shopping for and then all the different items that you think you might want to buy for them and then let's start costing what that's going to cost. You know, start putting the prices down on it because you may be surprised at actually how much you're going to spend this Christmas and by doing it now before you start spending you can maybe start trimming expenses back a little bit just so that you everyone gets a good experience including you. Um, number 16 I should stop doing this now, we're getting so um, high in the numbers. But number 16 is a really important one. And I'm sure if you've been watching my videos and been on my site for some time now, you'll already be doing this. So it's probably a no-brainer. But just in case you're not, get paid for your shopping online. And what I mean by that is make sure you're using the likes of Quidco and Top, uh, top Cashback. These are sites that will pay you a commission when you buy an item that they're affiliated to. And check out both of them because sometimes one of them will pay more than the other and stuff like that. And at this time of year, especially when there's a big spend going on, I think it's really important that you take these into consideration. Now, throughout the year, I use them without question all the time, but I won't really compare the two because I'm normally quite busy. But at Christmas time, actually when you're spending a bit more, it's definitely worth doing. So make sure you get paid for what you buy. Number 17, remember your memberships. Now, what do I mean by that? Remember your memberships. I meet so many employee clients who have great employee benefit packages and don't realize all the additional things they can buy. Now, they might be aware of the extra life cover they can buy or holiday they can buy or this, that, and the other, but they don't realize that they also get discount on a lot of the other uh, purchasing power. So, for example, they might get discount at Microsoft, they might get discount at Apple, or they might get discount on holidays and things like that. So have a look at your employer benefit package um, and see if there's anything you can get there which will help you with your spending. Now, if you're a sole trader or a small business, that kind of thing, don't despair because I'm a member of an institution, the Institute of Financial Planning, or which is now the Chartered Institute for Securities Investments, big long word, CISI, um, and they have a membership package, which is fantastic. So I can tap into that and I've bought things through that and I've actually got discounts um, on purchases. So... Um, have a chat to your associations and see if they've got something that you can tap into. You never know, you might get an outstanding deal. Number 18. Now, I kind of touched on this at the beginning, but it's start a savings account. So what we're doing here is planning for 2020. Start a savings account, open a separate bank account, 
we, if you run the bank account system that I sort of go on about in the uh, money plan and I've been using myself for decades and I encourage you to do, and we will touch on it in the new year, we'll review it. But the bank account system is where you've got one account that pays all your regular bills and one of those payments is to your WAM account and you pay it into there and this WAM is where you spend all your variable spending. I want you to consider opening another account, call it your Christmas fund, and do a transfer from your bills account every month so you're building up a fund of money for Christmas 2020, so it's less of an impact on you. Number 19, last post. Now what I mean by this is, if you're still sending actual physical cards, and I know loads of us still do, but a lot of us have gone to digital now. If you're still sending physical cards, make sure you reach out and get it sorted before the um, second post deadline. So the 18th of December this year is the last post deadline. Make sure your cards are written, in the envelope, the envelope's lit, sealed, and it's in the post with the stamp on, remember, before the 18th of December, they get the second class post uh, for Christmas. Um, and then number 20, set a holiday spending goal. And what I mean by that is, let's just look at the whole period. Let's just look at the time from you watching this video until you possibly go back to work properly in the new year and I know for a lot of you you'll go back to work between Christmas and New Year but there'll be times when you're out um, working part-time or coming home and that kind of thing or there'll be social events afterwards so between now and let's say maybe the 2nd of January is a more expensive time or certainly beginning of December so the whole of December tends to be a very expensive time let's have a look at your diary start writing down all the events and everything else you're going to and let's start trying to cost it and see what it's going to cost you and likewise with gifting, so do make sure you do yourself a gifting list, who you're going to um, make gifts for, how much you're going to spend on them, so you've got some idea of what Christmas is going to cost. And the reason I do this, okay, the reason I'm sharing this and saying this to you is not that I don't want you to spend money. I'm very happy. I think spending money is healthy. I think spending money is good for your spirit and soul because you're gifting often to somebody else. I think it's nice as individuals. We're connected and we like to give to other people. That's why I do these videos. I don't get paid for them. I enjoy it because I feel that I get so much feedback from you guys as well. And you're all doing so well. Um, so it's, it's fine. It's not bad. But the, the balance between it being good and being bad is very, very fine. And that fine line is when you start using credit cards or when you start spending more than you really can afford. Because either you're trying to impress someone or you feel that that's how you can buy love for them. Okay, um, you don't need to do that. Let's just try and rein it back in a bit. Let's go through the 20 items that I've mentioned earlier. Let's have a consideration. Let's do a plan for Christmas 2019. And let's list down all the items we're going to buy for people. Look at all the social events we're going to go to. And hey, perhaps you drive to the occasional social event rather than drinking. Um, or perhaps you just take a fixed amount of money and say, this is my allowance for tonight. This is what it's going to be. And have fun. And do you know what? If you share what you're doing with other people, so many other people will share back because so many of us are in the same situation. But hey, this is my top 20 for Christmas 2019. I hope it's been of some use to you. There'll be some in there that you would have laughed at, some in there that you think this guy's gone crazy, and some of them you think, actually, one of us a really good idea. But do you know what? Let me just finish up by, list, by saying this. Christmas is a time for giving. It's time for connection and for building memories and relationships. It's not necessarily a material time. More is not better. Okay, so by eating twice the number of calories, you're not going to feel twice as good. And by spending twice the amount of money, 
afterwards, especially New Year, you won't feel any better. You'll feel worse. But genuinely, consider The Money Plan. It's a plug for my own book, but it's a great book. I've had so many good reviews for it. Um, the Money Plan, um, we have a number of gift wrap books um, in the office. So if you go to warrantute.com and go to the shop, you can buy a gift wrap book, which we can send out to you. Um, and I guess it would be around about the 20th of December would be the deadline to get it for Christmas, thereabouts. Um, you've got to look at days. I've not looked at the calendar. But that would be a great stocking filler or even a gift for someone who is um, in need of a bit of support or whether they like actual uh, money and investing themselves. Okay, so consider the money plan. Have a great Christmas. It feels unusual recording this and saying this. It feels too early. I don't like saying these things until well into December because I think they can get overused. But um, we're, we've done it now anyway. Have a great time. And until next time, I'm Warren Shute and this is Financial Education for the Nation. Mm-hmm.